Good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to the seventh day of April 2021. Today is a Wednesday. My name is Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, there's Big J over there. Hey. Uh, after all the ordeal that you went through, Big J, I saw via social media, so it must be true. You are officially halfway vaccinated. Is yeah. that true? Yeah, it's true. How did it go for you? Uh, good, good. Really easy, but uh, I'm super tired today. You're lethargic? Yeah. Uh, which did you get? I got the Pfizer. You got the Pfizer. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're Pfizer bros. Pfizer brothers. Different than Eskimo brothers. Very. <laughs> uh, and it was weird. Uh, U.S. Air Force uh, fellas and ladies out there working um, uh, delivered my shot. Nice. That was cool. Yeah, they could have raised the alarm for some people out there. Did it? No, I don't know. Adam was telling me a story about uh, one of the people that was at his particular thing freaking out at the end of it because they made him stay 15 minutes to make sure there was no reaction. Yeah, I thought that's. I'm I'm happy they did that. (laughs) I mean, like, when you want to be around medical professionals, if in fact you did have some sort of reaction, uh, but uh, he didn't even stay. I guess he stormed out of there, and I was like, Jesus, man, some people, honest to God. But uh, all went well, despite the confusion. There was none when you actually showed up. Yeah, no, it was all pretty, uh, pretty standard. Beautiful. Were you in and out of there pretty quickly as well? Yeah. Because uh, I went early on in the process, so there wasn't like a ton of people there. I don't know how they have it staggered for you. So it wasn't like you were waiting in line forever or anything like that? No, it probably took maybe 15 minutes, well, 20 minutes. Gorgeous. Yeah. Nice. Any arm soreness? That was the no. thing that surprised me the most. Really? You don't have any arm soreness at all? And that's what hit me and Adam the most was the arm soreness. Not nothing that was like, oh my god, I'm not gonna be able to function. But one of the things was like, oh, yeah. it was a little sore than I thought. I have really fat arms. Uh, so I maybe see. That. Well, congratulations. But <laughs> but you're very tight. But other than that, you're okay. Yeah, a little headache. See that? Ain't bad. On the way in today, I was like, eh, well, am I turning around here? Because I'm super tired. Oh, okay. And I I mean I I slept last night, but I'm like, oh, so I don't feel quite right today. As expected, uh, though. Yeah, and I kind of expected that just because, you know, I'm uh, having COVID before, having that first shot kind of reignites all the stuff in your body. And uh, you're all set up for shot number two, I imagine, too? Oh, yeah. All scheduled and ready to go? See? Yep. We're, uh, we're getting ready uh, very, very soon for us to be rocking and rolling. Today on the show, Big J's got a movie review for you. Uh, Assassination Nation is a film that he watched. We'll see if it was any good coming up a little bit later on this hour. We also have a chance for you to win some tickets to Phil and Somo and the Illegals, their vulgar display of Pantera concert that's coming up in two days. Of course, you'll be able to access whenever you want. It's always one of those deals where, you know, yes, the premiere is on Friday, and you could watch it live, I suppose, if you want to, but if it's one of those deals where you're like, man, I'm just jam-packed on Friday, you can still win these passes and access that concert anytime you want. That's the cool thing about it. And we play music. Music like Rage Against the Machine. Bulls on Parade kicking off the morning after here on the X-Rock. News today. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. The important stuff is brought to you by the advocates. If you've been injured because of another person's negligence, the advocates, well, they're here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J, if you were one of the many Idahoans that were impacted by last year's data breach at Idaho Central Credit Union, there could be some money coming your way. Around February 6th of last year, ICCU discovered some suspicious activity related to a third-party mortgage portal. 
its employees used. The credit union said it first discovered the possible issue on November 5th of 2019. And then a couple of days later, somebody realized that somebody did breach the system. So they sent out a letter saying that there was a little bit of a data breach at ICCU. And so now we have a little something we like to call the class action lawsuit, Big Jim. A couple of people in Bannock County filed a suit against ICCU claiming its negligence led to a couple of data breaches, and that is a violation of the Idaho Consumer Protection Act. A settlement has been postponed, and we will see if anybody who has been notified could be notified by mail that they've got some money coming to them via that settlement. So something to keep an eye out for if you were one of the Idahoans that did get I guess information leaked out during this particular process. Uh, something to keep an eye out for because uh, it's not, I guess it's not bad if you get yourself some money in the mail. Sometimes you don't even know that happened, right? Yeah, but, no oh, kidding. Hey, look at this, I'm part of a I've lawsuit. I've been breached. <laughs> not only have I been breached, but now I'm getting paid for being breached. What a treat. Show me the money! At some point today, Big J, uh, you are supposed to get some information from the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department about Tiger Woods' accident. Now, according to leaks, you're not going to get a whole lot of information. Uh, looks like they're going to just blame the accident on speeding, which is why it was such a serious one. Uh, but it has not calmed down the people that aren't happy about getting that information uh, because it doesn't go into any information as to why the brakes were never pressed on Tiger Woods' car, uh, why he did not decelerate instead of accelerating after jumping a median, uh, what caused that initially if he was on the phone during the time of the accident because the, the department decided not to subpoena the phone records and they did not do a toxicology report. So you're not going to get a whole lot of answers other than Tiger was speeding at the time of his accident, which is what you're going to get, I guess, as a cause. Does that make you happy? I don't care. You don't care about Tiger Woods? Big well, I mean, I, I hope he recovers, but I don't care what caused the accident. It, it happened. It, he, nobody else got hurt but him. Yeah. You're good. Well, I mean, if it if it did end his his career, and it does, and there was something not supposed to be happening happening, you would think they would want to get to the bottom of it, right? I don't, I don't know. It sounds like a private matter. Uh, well, a lot of public things were used to make it happen, and it was a very public story. So uh, this is why people are upset. Is all Listen, the, the law enforcement people said this is an accident. That's enough for me. Yeah, sometimes accidents happen, right? Uh, Big J, uh, if you are upset about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame being a little bit of a sham... It's a sham! Let me introduce you to the WWE Hall of Fame. No, I mean, it's easier to get in there They They let in anybody. Yeah, I mean, when are we getting in? All you have to be is a celebrity that at one point showed up at the event, and they will put you into the Hall of Fame. As they I've have, been in the ring. Why, where's my? <laughs> we both go. have. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if they do local Hall of Fame. I don't care. Uh, but uh, congratulations to both Ozzy Osbourne and William Shatner as they have been inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, Osbourne did not appear in person, but did record a message for the show. Uh, if you're wondering how in God's name Ozzy Osbourne got into the Hall of Fame, it's because he managed to show up at two different WWE events, Big J. Nice. He was part of WrestleMania 2, where he and Captain Lou Alvano managed the British Bulldogs in their tag team championship against Brutus the Barber Briefcake and Greg the Hammer Valentine. He then performed live in a May 2007 SmackDown taping in Baltimore. And so those are why he is inducted into the Hall of Fame. It did not get any information as to why William Shatner was in the Hall of Fame. I do not remember him at any WWE event. I'm sure he showed up at one. 
But again, that's all it takes to get into the WWE Hall of Fame. Is you have a celebrity that says, yeah, I suppose I'll do something for that event if you want to induct me into the Hall of Fame. And then they put him in there. So uh, have a little bit of fun. The, uh, the event aired on Peacock yesterday. Peacock! It was uh, taped at Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg, Florida on April 1st. And of course, WrestleMania is on the way, which is why the Hall of Fame ceremony is happening. So White Stripes, Dead Leaves, and the Dirty Ground here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. It was yesterday, right around this time, that Big J selected a movie to watch for you for streaming dumbass. It was on Hulu. It was called Assassination Nation. It was listed as a dark comedy, Big J. Was it darkly funny to you? Uh, your boy, it was super dark. And uh, no, I didn't really find it funny. Um, as uh, this movie came out in 2018 really, I mean, kind of hits the nail on the head on a lot of social issues going on in the world, Nick. Uh, I mean, uh, from, uh, you know, some of the social uh, injustices and and a lot of different things, a lot of uh, difficult things. But it's set, you know, uh, under the, um, I want to say it, it's very Purge-like, okay? Okay. It's it's Purge uh, movies meets uh, Mean Girls. Okay. But uh, to to a whole nother extreme, man. Uh, as it follows a, uh, a cast of characters, uh, some some really close female friends, and uh, going through uh, the the difficult uh, things that they have to go through. Let's put it this way, Nick. Uh, There's one thing that points us out is we dudes are creepy, creepy, and we got it coming. Okay, and uh, by creepy I mean Joel McHale, uh, and he has it coming along with a lot of other dudes. And so, uh, what happens is is just a, your typical, you know, kind of medium-sized town here turned upside down by a, a cyber hacker who reveals, starts revealing a bunch of secrets uh, from uh, you know uh, babysitter affairs to the mayor, um, you know, who is a staunch anti. Uh, gay marriage kind of person who is actually homosexual and then you throw into that some uh, just hyper violence in the middle of it and that's what you get with this movie why where does the hyper violence come from uh, <laughs> uh the people start murdering each other and is it because they think like they're trying to find the hacker and they're upset their secrets are out yes kind of a yes thing? Okay. yes and uh and it turns out into all out neighborhood war dude uh in in i you know almost uh, I'm trying to relate some of the the visuals here. I mean, it, it's pretty uh, it's pretty hardcore. It, it, a lot of this stuff too reminds me of that that uh, summer break or uh, spring breakers. I never saw it. J- but... James Frank. I had to watch that, and I didn't like that movie. And and I don't really care for this movie either. Um, as uh, it's just, uh, but it's got a great cast. So there's there's some good performances. It's just hardcore, man. Um, you've got uh, like I said, uh, Joel McHale in here. You've got Bill Skarsgård, uh, Bella Thorne in here, uh, as you pointed out. Suki Waterhouse, Odessa Young, and the uh, oldest daughter of uh, Judd Apatow, Maude Apatow, in here. So you've got a great cast, um, and I'm sure a lot of people. People would probably really dig this movie. Um, if, if you uh, you want to watch it, you're more than welcome to. Didn't, uh, but what, didn't enjoy it. What, what, what was it that you didn't enjoy, though? Uh, I didn't like the overall uh, tone of, of the movie and just some of the, um, I don't know, just some of the themes, I guess. Like what? It just, no. it just, 
Well, for one, you're not going to get a bunch of teenage girls going into complete murder realm. And, oh, you don't like the realism involved in it? Uh, well, I don't. I wouldn't. I don't. Call, I don't. Wouldn't consider this realism That's in any way, saying. shape, or form. It's it's super fantasized up murder, and I didn't appreciate it. I see. Okay, so in, in a realistic setting, you know, where this is a these are real issues, right? Uh -huh. And then taking it into that hyper violent sort of thing, I don't dig that because. That's too close to what we have going on in society. It's too and realistic. So, yeah, it's it's too realistic, and I, I think it sets a bad, um, just a bad kind of vibe. So that's part of the thing I didn't like about this. Uh, so. But uh, how is it directed? How is it put together? Does it seem like the guy knows what he's doing, or lady? Uh, I don't yeah, know I mean, yeah, I know his uh, his name Sam. Uh, Sam Levinson. So uh, there's definitely some artistic. I'll just say this: some artistic, you know, capabilities for sure. Just not your style of movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, too exactly. realistic, too real world-like for Big J. He likes to go to the movies to escape. And when he's reminded of people doing terrible things to other people online, it makes him sad. So uh, he says avoid assassination nation, not Big J approved. Is that correct? Correct. There you go. Uh, not worth your time on the old Hulu. Sorry, assassination nation. Sorry, Joel. Is he the star of the movie? Because he no. didn't pop up in any. Okay. okay. No, he's not. He's not. He's not the star. But because I was like, I looked at the cast and I didn't see him, and I went like six deep, so I didn't know if he had a huge role in that or not. But he didn't pop up in my window at all. How about we see what's going on in the TDS Fiber Traffic Center? Brought to you by Ultimate Heating and Air. What's going on out there, CB? It's sluggish on eastbound 94 in Nampa between the Carter Midland Interchange. Newsfeed on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Stereotypes aren't always accurate, Big J. This just in. The University of Miami researchers found the stereotype of the lazy stoner just isn't correct, dude. They analyzed data from the National Health Survey and found that marijuana users were no more or less likely to be people that are active than those who do not use marijuana. And some researchers even suggest that marijuana users actually exercised more than non-users. According to lead researcher Michael French, the takeaway from this is that the concerns about marijuana users being lazy and not being active and not engaging in sports that just didn't show up in the data at all. So while it's a fun trope to use in sitcoms and movies, not every stoner is just sitting on their couch getting baked all the time. As any respectable stoner will tell you, it depends on what you know strand you're, you're involved in. Correct, Big right? J? Sure. So there's plenty that you can choose from, and it doesn't necessarily impact your laziness. Now, if you want to play into that stereotype, you probably could, and nobody would blame you, but it doesn't necessarily make it a fact. So now you know, Big J. That not all stoners just sit on their couch and play video games all day. You understand? Okay. Some of them get up and exercise. So get to it. Giddy up. Nationals finally got to play their first game of the season yesterday, five days later than they were supposed to because several games had to be postponed because of COVID-19 issues on the team. But they were apparently ready to go. Nine players still not with the team, either because of positive COVID results or contract, contract tracing. But they beat the Braves 6-5. to five. What was supposed to be Washington's season-open three-game series against the Mets was scrapped. Monday's planned game against Atlanta will be played as part of a doubleheader today. So Washington is underway finally. Now all the baseball teams have played at least one game. 
James Harden going to miss at least 10 days with a hamstring strain for the Brooklyn Nets, according to the team. One of the frontrunners for league MVP, he was able to play just four minutes on Monday after missing the previous two games. Meanwhile, Kevin Durant, who's missed 23 games with a hamstring strain, is likely to return today. So there's that. Looks like there's going to be some... Uh, at some point, they're going to get all three of those guys on the court again for Brooklyn. But it has been a while. Maybe. Uh, that's exactly kind of what they have planned. It's not like they haven't picked up plenty of people to fill their place. Don't forget, you know, they've got LaMarcus Aldridge on the team now. They've got a whole bunch of other players as well that they can add to the, uh, the list of things to do. In case you've always wanted a Dave Grohl book, you're getting one. Uh, he is going to publish his autobiography called The Storyteller, Tales of Life and Music on October 5th, according to Dave Grohl. Billboard reported the book was born out of his uh, Dave True Stories Instagram account, which kind of led him to believe that, you know what, maybe I've got a story worth telling. And he soon found that the reward for every time he posted a story was the same feeling he would get when he played to an audience. So he's like, you know what, maybe I should put all these stories in a book. According to the official press release, the storyteller promises hilarious childhood mishaps, touching family moments, leaving home to see the world at 18, and stories about Nirvana, the Foo Fighters, David Bowie, Joan Jett, Paul McCartney playing drums for Tom Petty, performing at the White House, and even swing dancing with ACDC, and having a good time, and even some embarrassing times along the way. So, this seems like a book I would enjoy. Yeah, maybe maybe put it into song form. Write some songs, Dave. I think the Foo Fighters did a pretty good job of putting out music. They did just release an album, don't forget. Uh, so there is that. But uh, if you've always wanted to hear the Dave Grohl story from the man himself, then... I can't wait for the audio version. The Storyteller also will probably be fun and put together by Dave Grohl, I would guess. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. Big J, uh, I am asking you right off the bat to take today's story with kind of a grain of salt, only because it comes to us from the internet, specifically from TikTok, and I am uh, of the particular part of the population that believes if anything is on TikTok, I'm almost 100% certain it's kind of a setup, only because there's so much post-production that goes into TikTok that nothing gets posted if it's done by accident. Do you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, not like yeah. it's Instagram Live. Like, you have to be conscious of what you're doing and what you're posting before you post it because there's a lot of editing that goes into these particular things. And so I- I'm not sure this is the happy accident that the TikTok user makes it out to be in the video as much as it's a setup video with the hopes of it going viral, and it probably will and has. And so that's one of those things. But even if it's not, it can be used as kind of like a cautionary tale. Because it's the story of a man who was doing some gardening out in his backyard, Big J. And uh, as he was gardening in his backyard, he was digging up an old kind of garden box that had been in the corner of his yard. And he was trying to make a little bit of room for something. And he discovered that, you know what, there was a box buried in his backyard. And he's like, hmm. And so then that's when he started rolling on the TikTok video. He started finding... I should immediately roll on this. Right. I found... Well, those things tend to be hits. Something that is in my yard or in my house that shouldn't be there tends to get a lot of views on TikTok. People love the there's a door behind my mirror no, uh, videos. Oh, what's going on back there, creeps? <laughs> I mean, that's guaranteed to get you $2 million or 2 million views for some reason. But uh, this one happened to be him finding a concrete box in his backyard. So, Big J, he was curious. He kept digging. He digged. Uh, he dug up a pretty big concrete box, and then he started to hammer at the thing to open he, it up. He was wondering if there was a man. 
in the box. Didn't know what it was. Could have been anything. Could be a buried treasure. In the box. Uh, and so he's, again, filming this whole thing on TikTok, and then he finally breaks the seal of the concrete box that was buried in his backyard, Big J. And guess what it was? Uh, money. Nope. Drugs. Nope. Baseball cards. Nope. A dead cat. Nope. Okay, I don't know. I have no idea. He uh, had cracked into a septic tank, Big J. Uh, because <laughs> he he hit it so hard that he cracked oh, in the septic man. tank. And then the video, of course, shows him retching and, uh, and having a hard time keeping anything down. Because when you crack into a septic tank, that's not going to be a pleasant smell or any kind of pleasant situation. So this guy's digging in his backyard, starts slamming at a concrete box that he has uh, discovered in his backyard, didn't realize, or maybe he did again, that this was his septic tank and decided to make a video with it and, uh, of course, caused a mess in the process and him to throw up. So, reminder, not always a good idea to dig around in your backyard or at least know what's in your backyard. Before you do it. Again, this could all be some sort of setup. Like maybe he was replacing the septic tank anyway and thought it would make a funny video. And he was right. Because again, it is on TikTok. So uh, nothing is an accident on that particular medium. But it also could be a warning to everybody that, listen, not everything buried in your backyard is a treasure. <laughs> again, Big J went right to money and baseball yeah. cards. Not necessarily the case. I know, I know. I, Sometimes Island was on last night. It's Sorry. your poops. And, uh, and that's where they go if you have yourself a septic tank so let it be a word of warning to you not to just be digging around all willy-nilly in your backyard and striking things up thinking you found some sort of pirate booty that's not the way it always works it's just booty morning after with nick and big j there's your we're going to hell story it is the x rock we've wa- Red Hot Chili Peppers under the bridge here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. Tell you what, Bale, over the last couple of months, we have tried very hard as a society to try to make things as convenient as possible for people. You know, when you're in in the middle of a pandemic and things are shut down, we've had a lot of curbside delivery, things to make things a little bit easier for you to get out and do some stuff, still support some local businesses, help them keep the doors open and keep employees going, and try to be creative in that process. But the question now becomes, as things start to kind of go back to the way they were, how much has that convenience spoiled us and do we dial back on that convenience? Specifically, one thing that had happened during the pandemic that a lot of places are now struggling with is the ability to have businesses and restaurants and things like that do to-go alcohol. Uh, it was not a thing that was a thing in a lot of places because it just was not allowed. In fact, like Vegas and, and New Orleans were one of the only places where you could get like big, large to-go cups of alcohol mixed. But because of the Great. pandemic, you could do that in restaurants and stuff because they wanted to help you support local businesses. And of course, Big J, people enjoyed it. And they ordered it, and it helped the businesses stay open. But now, that is a convenience that people are thinking, okay, when do we dial this back in? And are you going to get any pushback from the to-go places that had it kind of available to, to have it as part of their supplementing their income? And then, of course, you've got other places that did not offer it or couldn't do it that now have the ability to serve again that are like, hey, can we go back to the way things were? Uh, it probably shouldn't surprise you 
that uh, that that Wisconsin has made uh, to-go alcoholic drinks permanent. <laughs> that was something that's happened. Also, places that have done it: Kentucky, Ohio, Iowa, and Washington D.C. But lots of other places are dialing it back, saying, "You know what? This is not what we agreed to when we decided to do this kind of stuff. It doesn't seem like it's a good idea." There are plenty of people that say it could lead to underage drinking and drunk driving. Of course, it's way too early to say that that's a thing by any stretch. But still, uh, there are places like convenience stores, grocers associations, that kind of stuff that want those to-go bans back because it affected the sales of alcohol in their particular place of business, right? None of these decisions can be made without impacting somebody else is the problem, right? Right. And so the question becomes, did you ever do that? Did you ever do to-go alcohol? No, I've never done that. Uh, me either. Not with like a large mixed drink or something like that. Yeah, of course, like, you yeah, know. plenty of that at home. If you do like flying pie, you could get a growler or something like that. That's something I've done in the past, but never to the point where I was getting like a large styrofoam cup of a mixed drink or something like that to go from a restaurant or any kind of specialty drink for that particular matter. But I can understand the convenience of things and being spoiled by that convenience and not wanting that particular thing to change. I don't want it to end! Uh, And so you're going to see some pushback no matter what decisions are made. Plenty from the businesses that would like things to go back to quote-unquote normal and other places that are going to be like, hey, this is a really good thing for us. It helped us sell a lot of signature drinks and maybe made people fans of these things, and we would like to offer that up as well. So the point is, at least according to the Wall Street Journal, don't think that this is going to be a battle that's going away anytime soon. We saw what happens with alcohol sales during COVID-19. They went through the roof. And one of the reasons it was a thing was because of stuff like this. And also, don't discount the fact that a lot of ways that people and places stayed in business was because of alcohol sales during this particular time. It was hard to be a bar or restaurant and stay open during the pandemic. And so everybody having to do what they could and deal with it the way that they could. This is one of the big ways that kind of saved their asses on a couple of different occasions. So you could understand why they would want to keep it going, but you could also understand the flip side of it. The point is, it's not a fun decision that you'd have to make. You have to, you're going to have to make a decision one way or the other, and either way you're going to piss some people off, but you have to kind of figure it out because sometimes we get spoiled by these things, and uh, when we get spoiled, it leads to bad things when we stop being spoiled. You know what I mean? Yeah, then we throw fits. That's right. We start throwing tantrums. We start uh, writing bad Yelp reviews. All these things that we have the power to do, and most of it is internet-based, is how we uh, divulge our bad, bad, bad uh, moods. So think about that next time you're ordering something to go alcohol-wise. Through with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you have been injured because of another person's negligence, well, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208 471 4444 chat with an attorney online 24 7 at advocateslaw.com you deserve an advocate big j this is serious oh man we've gone through toilet paper shortages and things like that before yeah but now apparently ketchup is in short supply due to the pandemic no something that could seriously impact my household yeah, you got uh, you got a ketchup fiend up yeah, there. Yeah, uh, one of the things I did not know, but one of the things about autism is that uh, the kids tend to really like the ketchup, and my youngest Cash, who is autistic, loves ketchup on 
everything. Do they know why? Uh, I don't know. No, and they don't. They're, wow. they're, and it's not everybody, of course, because, again, autism is a spectrum, and so there's sort of all sorts of different, right? you know, things that go along with it. But it, it's one of the commonalities about it that, you know, when, when you say, hey, my kid loves ketchup and he's also autistic, they go, oh, that kind of makes sense. But so always uh, vats of ketchup are around. I have ketchup and backup ketchup just to be safe because you never know when. He's, but it doesn't matter. Like, I mean, it, it's to the point where, to me, it's disgusting. But, like, you know, he dips his cookies in the ketchup. Ketchup, you know, because you know, I usually the plate has got like the the corn dog or the chicken nuggets or whatever with a little bit of ketchup for him to dip it in, and he'll dip everything in the ketchup. It doesn't matter. So I always have ketchup at my place. But they report that prices for ketchup have gone thirteen, gone up thirteen percent since January of last year. Uh, this comes as bottles of ketchup at restaurants, of course, have been play, replaced by individual packets at a lot of places. And current guidelines from the CDC advise restaurants to avoid using shared items currently so that is what's happening plus with the walk-up stuff if people want ketchup you have to give it to them in packets my favorite thing dude is at a hotel room service that tiny little (laughs) bottle of ketchup you love it i think it's a pain in the ass oh man i just want to i want to hug it it's so cute wait you're attracted to your ketchup what a weirdo anyway creepy dude uh, it says it can't keep up with orders for its ketchup packets according to heinz to deal, restaurants are reportedly scrambled to find alternatives. Also, with more cooking at home, retail sales of ketchup were up 15% last year compared to 2019. Ketchup is just the latest product that is facing some supply chain issues due to the pandemic. Uh, of course, earlier there was shortages of flour. Uh, There's a pepperoni shortage, too, for a while there. Uh, but everything got through okay. They're not expecting it to be dramatic, but... It was one yeah. of those deals where it was like, oh, no. Listen, shortage. I mean, tell me when there's a damn emergency, okay? <laughs> I don't know if we'll ever hit ketchup emergency. <laughs> I don't know if there is such a thing. Like, there's a thing as a toilet paper emergency. That kind of thing I understand. These are requirements. I'm not sure if anybody's going to go, listen, we're at code red for ketchup here, guys. It's getting serious. We need to take it down a notch. But uh, just so you know, it may be a little bit uh, less in supply over the course of the next mm. couple weeks. Looks like uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to be able to avoid surgery. The San Diego Padres said that yesterday. Of course, we talked about his partially dislocated shoulder yesterday that he took during a game during the hard swing. The 22-year-old has been put on the 10-day injured list. Uh, Looks like that's how long he's going to miss. He could be back in 10 days, so that would be nice. And thankfully, he doesn't need any surgery. So congratulations to him. And congratulations to the Padres, who just threw $340 million that way. Uh, would suck to have that guy need surgery right away after that. Congratulations to Ang Lee, Big J. He is set to receive an honorary BAFTA fellowship during the awards ceremony on April 11th. This is a pretty big deal. It's like the Lifetime Achievement Award in directing for the British version of the Oscars. Previous receivers of this award, Charlie Chaplin, Alfred Hitchcock, Steven Spielberg, Sean Connery, Stanley Kubrick. So some pretty good company, Ang Lee, uh, finds himself in. Uh, They're going to focus on his blockbusters like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and Life of Pi, and I'm guessing they're probably going to ignore movies like The Hulk and Gemini Man uh, and just pretend that those did not happen and they're going to focus on his really good film. So congratulations to Ang Lee for getting the official award Lifetime Achievement style. On the morning
morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, we got a great prize here for you. Phil and Samo, he uh, was the lead singer of Pantera, and he's got a couple other projects. One of them is uh, Phil and Samo and the Illegals going to be doing a virtual live stream concert here on Friday. Uh, and it's called Vulgar Display of Pantera. I think you can guess what that means. It's going to be awesome. And he's all in for it. So can you, if you can beat me Pop Culture Smackdown. Here's our phone number. It is 208-287-1003. Got to know a little bit about pop culture in order to defeat Big J in the process. You just got to be on the phone when he gets a question wrong. If you happen to be that person, you are declared the victor for Pop Culture Smackdown. I say good luck to all parties. Hello, the X. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, man. What's your name? Michael. All right, Michael, you're up first. Michael, Amy Poehler and Adam Scott starred in this NBC sitcom about small-town politics in Pawnee, Indiana. Uh, is it Parks and Recreation? Right. It is Parks and Recreation. Yes! Well, you're taking on Big J. Big J, this director made movies like Peggy Sue Got Married and The Rainmaker, but probably most well-known for classics like The Godfather and Apocalypse Now. Uh, yeah, that's going to be... Um. Oh boy. Come on, Big J. Francis Ford Coppola. Right. You got there. Good job, uh, Michael. You back to you. Uh, Katie Seagal played the role of Peg Bundy for a decade on this Fox sitcom that aired from 1987 to 1997. Married with children. Right. Correct. Big J, this actor played Agent Smith in the Matrix movies and Red Skull in Captain America. Um, Hugo Weaving. Right. Correct. Back to you. This actor of Australian descent won a Best Actor Oscar for his role in Gladiator. Who is it? Russell Crowe. Right. Correct. Big J, this comedian had a song off of his debut comedy album that was a minor hit in the United States and went platinum in Australia. Who is it? Not known as a singer. I'll help you out there. But what was the song? Uh, I can't tell you the song. That would give it away. Not... I'd give you the name of the album. How does that help? Yeah. No Cure for Cancer. And it's a comedian. Uh, let's go with... Um... Oh, now I can't think of his name. Dang it. Boy, let's go with... Uh... Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler's a good guess, but... Wrong. It's a British guy, right? Incorrect. Nope, he's no? not a British guy. Uh, he's a comedian from Boston, mostly an actor these days. Doesn't do a whole lot of stand-up anymore. But the song was called A-Hole. Will that help you? Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Wrong. That's incorrect. No, no, the song... Nick. Uh, Dennis Leary. Right. Remember the Dennis Leary song A-Hole? Singing? Yeah, you don't remember the no. Dennis Leary song A-Hole, really? No. Maybe that was not, maybe it was a regional thing. We like played it on the radio back in the day in uh, in Phoenix. But either way, uh, congratulations, Michael. You are good to go. You got yourself that Phil Anselmo and the Illegals uh, vulgar display of Pantera tickets. But yeah, that song actually went platinum in Australia and was... Uh, Why Australia? I don't know. I, it's a good question because it's really... Because they're filled with a-holes? Well, I mean, the funny thing is, the song is particularly about how many a-holes are in America. And again, it came out in 1990. <laughs> Three, I think. No, oh, so, you think we'd be way it'd be more popular in Iran or something? <laughs> but no, it was pretty popular here in Australia for some reason. Morning after with Nick and Big J, we got your headlines next on the X Rocks. For headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. 
Additional facts, headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. If you need a car loan do-over, get online pre-approval with the I pre-check button at GoTeamMazda.com. You know, if you want to hear about it on the X all the time, check it out for yourself at GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows. Easy money. This isn't easy. And serious throwback. Easy money. If you love true crime, here's your chance to make some serious money. Magellan TV is a streaming service, and they are offering $2,400 each to three people that are willing to watch 24 straight hours of true crime documentaries and, of course, post about the experience on social media. In the posting for the job, they write, Our ideal candidates have lived for true crime. They can handle the most menacing serial killer, the goriest details, and don't flinch at the paranormal. Applications are being accepted through May 5th. Of course, this is only a one-day kind of job, but 2400 bucks for a day's worth of work isn't too bad, is it, Big J? No, it isn't. Do you think you could sit through 24 hours of true crime documentaries? If it was just Joe Kenda. I'm guessing it probably uh, isn't. Maybe. I'm guessing it's probably whatever's programmed on Magellan TV, whatever that is. So it may be the equivalent equivalent of like the Lifetime or Lifetime movies kind of things that they do. I don't know. But uh, it's up for grabs. You can go to MagellanTV.com if you want to apply. True crime, very popular these days, Big J. Very popular. It ain't easy or serious throwback. Serious throwback. Uh, we all know how nostalgia comes roaring back for us and becomes a popular thing, but uh, we may be headed for some weird stuff because things from the 1950s American suburbia are making a comeback. Uh, those privileged enough to be mostly stuck at home this year took to homemade baking like board June Cleavers. That's a very 50s thing. Drive-in movie theaters also sprung up in parking lots around the world. A 50s and 60s thing. And now it seems like something else has become a fitness trend from the 50s. Hula hooping is back, Big J. Oh, man, a good old hula hoop. You know, for kids. Yeah. The uh, A bunch of adult women are taking to TikTok and Instagram to show off their hula hooping skills. They may be using the standard hoops or even weighted ones for heavier workouts. I didn't even know there was what? such a thing. There's also uh, something out there called a smart hoop, Big J, that speaks to an app. So you can see how many revolutions your hoop is doing as you hula. Uh, the story explains Whammo hoops, which are now made by a company called Intersport, were basically sold out by midsummer, according to reports. And the U.S. warehouse was pretty much depleted by the beginning of July of last year. Uh, compared to 2019, the company saw a jump of more than 1 million hoops from one year to the last, or an increase of 45%, which is pretty dramatic. Because, yeah, you think about it, you don't see a lot of hula hoops these days. Yeah. But I'm not sure what it is about the pandemic that made people want to do hula hooping. Like, oh, good, you're cleaning out the garage, maybe, and like, oh, look at this hula hoop. And you maybe. start hula hooping, you're like, damn, this is fun. I'm going to put it on TikTok. But then I also started to think, like, you know, I mean, I don't regularly make strolls through the toy section of grocery stores or stores in general, but I do sometimes. And I can't remember the last time I saw a hula hoop, period. Well, they take up a lot of space. Yeah. Uh, they're a big old hoop. But apparently they're making a comeback, so there's that. Good for them. Wrap it up with it ain't easy. And this is not what anybody wants to find in a bag of snack food. But a dad from Montana is claiming that his son found a bullet in a bag of flaming hot Cheetos, Big J. According to the report, uh, Bo, Bo Weasel's his name purchased the snack on Saturday and then gave it to his six-year-old son the following day, Easter, as a treat. Here, have some flaming Cheetos as part of Jesus. 
The boy apparently ate the whole damn bag before finding the bullet, which apparently appeared to be covered in the same hot cheese powder as the rest of the Cheetos inside the bag. Weasel says he reached out to Frito-Lay and they've been in contact with him to remedy the situation. A Frito-Lay spokesperson said Frito-Lay is committed to ensuring the quality and safety of our products. We've already taken steps to investigate and attempt to identify the root cause. And we appreciate Mr. Weasel bringing this to our attention. And we'll continue to work with him to resolve this matter. So they're not admitting it's a real thing, but they're also saying that it's not necessarily fake. But who knows? I'll tell you why. Have you ever seen uh, how those things work? How which works? How the, the production works on these things? Like uh, how it's made on Cheetos? Yeah. No, modern, I have not. Or bullets. No. Uh, well, each bag uh, goes through a, um, uh, what do you call those things? A, a, a magnet. Okay. Type thing. So it finds metal objects, even the smallest of objects. So there's enough metal objects coming through the snack machine that they need a no, magnet? No, they, they specifically, they well, you know, from the actual machinery. Yeah. Right? That, that's, okay. that's working. I guess they, they don't want to make sure it's better safe than sorry. So we're, kind of we're talking like little metal shavings. So you're calling BS. You're thinking the magnet yeah. would have picked up the bullet. Yeah, Unless it no was way. done post that product. Yes, or, yes. Or is that done right after or right before sealing? Right. I, I, I think it's after sealing. Okay. Well, how does it get out of the bag if it's after sealing? I don't know. What do you mean? You mean the metal? Yeah. If the magnet's meant to take the metal out of the bag, then why would it make No, no it doesn't take it out. It alerts them that it's there. I see. And then they take the bag off the line. Uh, yeah, yeah. The thing. Gotcha. Okay. Either way. Watch some damn TV, Nick. Well, I'm sorry. I missed the episode of the 470 How It Got Made about Cheetos flaming stuff. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We will have some bad impressions on the way. That is New Rise Against Nowhere Generation here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. I suppose, Big J, favorite things are good things. Yeah, what's the favorite part of the day for you? What's the best part of the day? I'm trying to think like if I have an actual favorite part of the day, and I'm not sure that I do. Like it obviously my favorite part of the day kind of changes with the day. Like, it could be a particular thing that I'm doing or something that I'm look forwarding, looking forward to or uh, other aspects of it. But I'm not sure I have an actual time of day that is like, oh, man, what a wonderful time. You know what I'm saying? What a wonderful time. Yeah, exactly. I, I guess if I'm given choices, I might be able to narrow it down. But it's tough for me to say that, like, right out of the blue. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, did they give you choices in this particular uh, uh, realm? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And it, but, but, you know, it's a uh, one of those digital polls nick it was sponsored by a company and the results will uh, obviously show that and uh 68 of the people uh, who responded said that the stress of work and life in general these days that sitting down to eat is the best part of their day sitting down to eat okay getting fat these little fatties <laughs> Looking for relief in their lives. Want to cope with it all. <laughs> Something to take it away. The stress. So, the so with the and then uh, it goes further. I'm like, well, what's your favorite meal? And oh, that's no. when you start to see, oh, who commissioned this and what for what purposes? <laughs> uh, and uh, what would you think the the favorite meal of people who are the favorite time of their day is to sit down and eat? Lunch. Uh, well, I mean, sure you could. It's usually dinner after after the day. Okay. Uh, pizza. Pizza. So 51% of the people uh, voted pizza. This was commissioned by some pizza company uh, to, uh, to to find this out. Uh, so 68% of people said they love to sit down and eat as their favorite part of the day. And then 51% of those said pizza is the yeah, best part? Yeah. All right. Uh, burgers at 38%. Pasta tied them with 38%. 
And it seems, according to this, the cheat days have become cheat weekends. Uh, I thought it was a, a whole cheat year. <laughs> cheat life. Actually, cheat 2020, if you want to call it that. Uh, people especially splurging on the weekends, Nick, to get themselves all buttered up. Uh, specifically with pizza, I'm guessing, from this particular poll. Uh, which makes sense. Boy, your tacos didn't even crack the uh, the top three, huh? What yeah. Uh, let's see. Here's what here's where it comes down to, man. Uh, nachos and burritos were on this list. They're twenty four percent. All right. Mac and cheese at twenty four percent. Fast food takeout twenty six percent. You got barbecue at thirty four percent. There you go. So. That's what people like. We all like to eat. Apparently, is what it boils down to. Yeah. Uh, sad state of affairs. Yeah, but uh, it is one of those things that people have to do in order to survive, and some of us do it more than others. That's for sure. And and to me, uh, to me, mine I would have been. You know, one of the times I'm happiest actually is goes through Folgers commercial. The best part of waking up, man, coffee in my cup, whether it's here in the morning at work or whether on the weekend it's at home. Generally, I mean, you know, that first pr- cup of coffee for me is pretty good. Uh, that is all right. That's that's solid. I mean, I'm not a coffee drinker, but I certainly understand that people do require that to get through their day. I'm often told that people don't like to be talked to until they had their first cup of coffee. BJ, true or false? Uh, it's false. Okay, it's, it's just a, a meme. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Bologna sandwiches. We got ourselves some bad impressions next on the X Rocks. <laughs> On 100.3, the X. Hey, let's get you some new music in your uh, in your ear holes, huh? How about a whole album, post-human survival horror from the band Bring Me the Horizon? We'll scoop that up, put it into your email, and send it to you. You can figure out bad impressions for this morning. I am the ear hole man. 208-287-1003 is the number you need to call if you'd like to play a little game called Bad Impressions. Let me break it down for you how it works. Big J uh, has worked hard to come up with three clues that point to somebody that is pretty famous. Sometimes it takes all three clues to get there. Sometimes it only takes one or two. It is entirely up to your knowledge on this particular person. But if you can master that clue giving in those three clues or less, you have got a CD that is coming your way. Or I guess a digital download coming your way, not a CD. Hello, The X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? Chuck. All right, Chuck. You're up first. Good luck. I don't have an agent or social media or even a cell phone. If you want to, if you want me to act in your movie, you need to leave me an old-fashioned voicemail. Next one. I start as myself in Zombieland. Bill Murray. There yeah, you go. Chuck, good job. Hang on one second, dude. We'll hook you up with that music. What was clue three just for fun? I've started in Caddyshack. What about Bob Stripes? And, of course, Ghostbusters. One of the all-time greats. Why is Bill Murray in the news? Yeah, we're talking Ghostbusters. And uh, he uh, was receiving an award from Santa Barbara Film Festival. Uh, he uh, he had some uh, rare comments afterwards about uh, the upcoming Ghostbusters Afterlife movie, Nick. Okay. He said uh, he, he joked uh, a little bit that... Uh, about Jason Reitman talking about how he remembered his bar mitzvah, uh, and he eventually won over him, him was won over by his ideas, and the result was a, a really has the feel of the first one more than the second one or the girls one. He said, <laughs> "Quote uh, though it it was it wasn't easy to make. It was hard. It was really really hard. That's why I think it's going to be good. We're just in it for a little while, but it's physically painful." Wearing those packs is extremely uncomfortable. We had the battery, we had batteries the size of batteries. 
They now have batteries the size of earrings. It's still really heavy thing to wear all the time. You'd think they'd make lighter versions of that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, or he's just uh, kind of uh, going on hyperbole there. but Could be, but also, I mean, what, Bill's 70, right? I mean, you throw a battery and that yeah. goes back. And yeah, so, so he seems really excited about the movie, which is not something he usually does. No, he's usually not excited about anything. Yeah. So it's nice to see that kind of excitement. I don't even remember what the release date is that on anymore. Do we? I do think it's remember? July. Okay. I think it's coming up in July. I know it's coming soon, so uh, it feels like we've waited forever for it, especially since seeing that trailer and getting all excited for it. But Afterlife looks like it's going to be a lot of fun, and hopefully that it is. Who are you going to call, man? Ghostbusters, of course. That is your bad impressions. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. <laughs> Chevelle there, that is self-destructor. That is going to be the crescendo of the morning after with Nick and Big J for this Wednesday. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'd certainly appreciate it. Big J did not recommend the movie Assassination Nation to you. It was not approved as part of Streaming Dumbass, so back to the drawing board there. But we did get a chance to remind you that uh, mostly anything that you see on TikTok is probably a setup, so something that you probably need to keep in mind. No accidents happen on TikTok, Big J. Agree or disagree? Yeah, you're right. Uh, it's just too much editing and post-production that goes into it that makes it just too obvious. I mean, not all of them are, but... No, no, there's some happy accidents sometimes, <laughs> absolutely. But you're much more likely to find these things for real on, like, Instagram Live and that kind of stuff than an actual honest-to-goodness, oh, look what I found kind of a thing on uh, TikTok. But it's still made for a good we're-going-to-hell story reminding you not to just start digging up boxes in your backyard because, sure, sometimes they're treasure, other times they're just your septic tank. That makes you vomit all over your backyard because of the stench once you've cracked open your septic tank. And probably not cheap to fix. I've never had to fix a septic tank. Don't want to. I'm guessing that's probably not a cheap endeavor. Yeah, we don't even want to know how they work. <laughs> Just take our poo. Uh, it's a t-shirt in case you're looking to make that up. Uh, and you own a septic tank company. Uh, of course, we have more uh, fun to be had tomorrow. Big J will have a nerd alert for you. We're going to have another shot uh, as we get down to crunch time for these Phil Anselmo and the Illegals tickets. That's going to happen tomorrow as well, and that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, you know what? I'm here to say this. Uh, Shaq is just seems to be one of the nicest dudes there is. Shaq Zilla? Just Shaq, Shaq Diesel. Uh-huh. Any any one of the his names you want to call him because he just wants to make people smile. And he was in a jewelry store in Atlanta. Uh, he was buying some hoop earrings for his big old ears. Nice. And uh, he handed uh, he saw a young man in there buying a, a uh, an engagement ring, and he handed the the uh, the, the the person they're helping uh, his his black credit card and said, Hey, I want to get this guy's ring. He bought somebody's engagement yeah. ring for them. Yeah. Oh, that's I mean, that, I mean, that's awesome for the guy. I wonder how you would feel about that if you were on the other end of it. Though, yeah, know? my first question would be, is this Prima Nocta? <laughs> Jack says, the wedding ring is yours, but I'll be back on your wedding night. Oh, God. And then what do you say to that? Uh, okay, well, I got to check in with her first. <laughs> I mean, but if you are on, if you're the fiance on the receiving end of an engagement ring that you know that somebody else bought for your fiance, would that make you feel good, bad, and different? I don't know. I just would hope. I would hope that I would have been looking at a pretty nice damn ring. I was gonna say I would have given the bigger one. Whatever one you're looking at, go up a size or two, uh, diamond style. If you are having Shaq pay for your ring for sure. But well done. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by our friends at Team Mazda. If you need a car loan do-over, get online pre-approval with the iPreCheck button at GoTeamMazda.com. There is the show. We will see you tomorrow. Jason Drew's up next. Have a good one. It's the X-Rock.